Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Summer Slam Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Andy Murray from What Culture to look ahead to this weekend's SummerSlam Premium Live event. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, but oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bonica quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Andy Murray to look ahead to SummerSlam this weekend. We will, of course, be doing a live stream for it on our YouTube channel, so do, do join us for that for Saturday night slash Sunday morning, depending on where you are <laughs> in the world. But Andy, how are you feeling about SummerSlam, the first premium live event of the Triple H Ooh. era? A bit less good than I was 24 hours ago before yeah. the, the best match uh, got cancelled. But uh, broadly speaking, um, the build has been kind of mid, I think it's quite fair to say. Week to week television has kind of gone through this period where it's not like it's not like it's a disaster or anything. Sometimes on SmackDown, you know, you, you get segments like the Ronda Rousey Natalia baby thing and all of that. But <laughs> you know, you get the odd catastrophic segment here and there. But TV's been broadly okay, um, just not particularly exciting, I don't think. So to have the 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 match I was most looking forward to pulled away is a cruel twist, not of fate because it's kayfabe. It's not a real injury, but of I guess writing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the the thing with these is always the same, isn't it? Because the card actually looks really good, uh, even if the build hasn't been particularly thrilling along the way. So I am excited. I mean, I'll, the thing I always say about WWE is that when uh, the, the build is mid, the show usually rules. Yes. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of how it, it, logic would dictate. And they're good at assembling lineups that at least make me go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm. That's cool. So, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's on a Saturday. It's in a big stadium, so it's going to look nice. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those where um, people are very excited about this new era for Triple H. And, yeah, one of the first decisions he's, he's made is to presumably move the Rollins riddle thing to uh, to clash at the castle instead. Do you think there's going to be any other creative changes or as many of us seem to think here at What Culture, do you think the creative changes are going to be more sort of gradual and certainly SummerSlam was probably already planned out for yeah. once quite far in advance under Vince and therefore they'll probably stick mostly to what they were planning to do and, and maybe yeah. if they are going to change plans, that'll happen in the subsequent weeks. Yeah, I think so. Because um, he inherited this position like a week before a premium live event, which means, you know, you have stories and feuds and character dynamics that are due to be paid off at one of the biggest shows of the year. You don't come in and rip everything up. Um, you, you stay the course until a more natural starting point is after this, once everyone's on a fresher direction, once people aren't tied in necessarily to feuds that have been going on for a while. Although, you know, there might be a few, the feud must continue examples. Who knows? We'll see how it plays out. Um, I, I if, do think that Triple H's changes will be gradual. I don't think that it's going to turn into NXT black and gold all, overnight. <laughs> um, and it will be a slower process. I think he'll be quite careful about that. And rather than completely 
cutting away the product and replacing it with a shiny new one that uh, really suddenly you might risk alienating some people who like the way things are just now if you do it too suddenly there are two million of them watching the shows every week so they are there um it'll be interesting to follow i I, there was the report earlier this week that we covered on the news about how he wanted to make a creative splash Mm. at SummerSlam. so maybe he'll set some stuff up maybe he'll have a few big twists in mind i'm sure triple h will want to stamp his triple h-ness on these (laughs) shows as soon as he can um it's just this week really wasn't for that i think if 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 pulling the match, the, the Rollins-Riddle match off the card was his choice, it's not the best start for me. Um, I understand maybe wanting to avoid like a DQ or a countout or whatever and prolonging it to the UK, but don't build the expectation of something happening and then pulling it away. For me, the card subject to change disclaimer should be someone's actually injured, guys. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, for like emergencies and stuff, not all we've changed our mind. To me, that's cheap. That's kind of conning your audience. I don't like it, and I, I kind of hope in a way, because I want Triple H to do well, I hope in a way that maybe this was a thing that was already in play and he's just decided to stay the course. Who knows? Um, I am still looking forward to that match. Uh, it's just a bummer. Yeah, exactly. And all may not be lost. We'll get to that in due course regarding Seth Rollins. Uh, There's only one place you have to start, and that is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Last man standing, last chance, last time ever, until the next time probably. (laughs) Uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. How do you see this one playing out? I think Roman Reigns is going to kick his ass and retain and move on to pass the title over to Drew in, in Wales. Um... That, to me, seems to be the direction. Uh, It's been quite ingrained in my mind that that's what they're going to do since Randy Orton went down and Brock came in as the uh, apparent substitute. Um, Because I don't think there was much danger. Like, Randy Orton, legacy wrestler, been really good in his role alongside Riddle, but I don't think there was any danger of him taking the belt. Wouldn't have made a great deal of sense, as big a name as he is in WWE. Uh, You'd rather use that to mint someone else. And... I think that Brock coming in as a substitute kind of tells you a lot about that. Now, never bet against WWE putting Brock Lesnar over, right? Uh, he's he's the in-case-of-emergency break-glass option. <laughs> this isn't really an emergency, so the case is slightly different, but I don't see any needs to, to do that. Um, and I think a lot of people would really dislike that as well. Uh, Triple H, in contrast to Vince... Seems like a guy who's quite switched on with the audience and understands a bit more of what they want and what they want to see and what they don't want. And what they won't want to see is Brock beating Roman, who they broadly enjoy a lot. Um, I think it would be seen as kind of a reactionary move, like a regressive move in a lot of ways. And I like Brock Lesnar, so I'm not just being a hater or whatever. I I, I still get a kick out of his big spectacles. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking about glasses either. I'm talking about the bombast, <laughs> baby. Uh, the bombast. Yeah. I, I think Roman goes over, and I think he goes on to lose to Drew, who beats Sheamus to become the contender. And probably. I think that's the. I think they'll probably try and recreate the SummerSlam '92 magic, except with a Scotsman in Wales this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I agree with you. I think Roman Reigns wins. I think Brock Lesnar probably needs to go away till WrestleMania. Yeah, next go and year. chill. Go and chill in Saskatchewan, man. Yeah, and is that where he lives? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Slaughtering hogs all day long. Yeah, that's that's a habit. As long as they don't do the gimmick <laughs> they did on that one last man standing match where is it Cena who tied Batista's legs together around yes. the ring post and he just couldn't get up. Yes. I'm like, well that was a load of bollocks. That's I just Yano have, stuff that, isn't it? Maybe they get maybe they get some some color in this. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, just don't do it hard way. Like. Yeah, just. I mean, it's really easy. He's got already. You've already established the 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 guillotine choke. Yeah, he's an MMA fighter. He can struggle, but eventually get caught in it for the, for real. And yeah, just you know, whilst he's attempted to snap Roman Reigns' arm, maybe even leave his neck exposed, gets choked out. That's fine. Roman Reigns moves on to the next thing. You know, what would be really cool is if they did like. Because the usual Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match is like a Paul Heyman bomb fest, isn't it? It's finisher, 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 back and forth. And that can be really exciting. And then maybe there'll be some outside interference and all that. And, you know, it's kind of a proven blueprint for Paul. He's done that loads. But you can't really do that as much in a last man standing match because you need to be down for 10. So it's not as flash, you know, you can't just end it like that. There's the teases. It'd be really cool if Triple H wanted to start this off by doing some crazy ridiculous stunt, like someone gets buried under a section of the screen or something. Yeah. Right? Um, believable, that wouldn't it be? Yeah. yeah to put him down, put one of these 
Goliaths down. Exactly. Like I'm not, I'm not safely, obviously yeah, yeah, do yeah. it safely. Um, but something like, you know, remember the, uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, Braun Strowman feud of like 2019 where they did stuff like that. That would be really <laughs> yeah. cool. If Roman speared, even if it was just Roman spearing Brock through part of the screen, it'd be really cool if they did a big, like crazy stunt like that to, to set this era off and go, Hey, look, this is a bit different. Mm. Uh, uh, coupled with that, I have to ask you the obvious question, which is: Will Theory cash in? And if he does, will really <laughs> be successful? How do you how do you see that one going? And I might as well talk about prior to that, actually, U.S. title match. Yeah. So uh, previously, I had the prediction of Theory winning the U.S. title and then losing a cash in. Pardon me, my throat went weird there on the same night. Um, now that Triple H we know has the pencil, I think I could see it going down a little bit different. It's a very Vince thing, that isn't it? That pattern of booking to to get one Rob and then and then lose the other. Uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for his cash-in. It was flipped, obviously. He was successful and lost to Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. So he's done stuff like that in the past, flipped it around. I do think eventually that Beery does fail, but I'm wondering if now maybe they save it for a later date. Maybe Triple H isn't so trigger-happy when it comes to doing these big developments, bang, bang, one after the other on the same night. Um, I think he'll at least tease something, right? Because he's been involved with these guys in these segments. He's been uh, rubbing shoulders with Roman and getting his ass kicked every every single week. I think he's zero and six since he yeah. won the briefcase. So you know he's not had the best of luck that man and his <laughs> that man and his eyebrows and his briefcase. Um, so I don't know if he's gonna. Maybe maybe we'll get the you know a good they love making him look like a goober so maybe they'll do the whole theory is gosh but like take him out before he has a chance to properly. I had quite a fun idea for this and I don't know whether Hit me. Like, the, the thing is I don't I don't know whether uh, making him a figure of fun is a good idea but then again I don't take yeah. him seriously as a potential world champion whilst the people who hold the world titles hold them the way that they do me like too. if they split the titles off the, I feel it finds him, yeah. I feel it becomes far more feasible to just put one of them on it. Sure. Keep the universal title on. Right. I like I how you know. called him it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like he's a cousin from the Adams family. I'd have Lashley retain because he's one of your biggest baby faces on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And whilst you got the two titles on person, sometimes you're just going to have to have that be the big title. You don't need to talk me into Bobby Lashley winning yeah. ever. I, I love the guy. But why not have Theory lose, be a bit dejected, and then maybe with a backstage interview with Kevin Patrick. Right, says, well, you know, the night's not gone my way, but the night is young yet. I'm still, I'm a man of my word, and look, these two bastards are going to kick the crap out of each other, and I'm going to cash in, right? And the match happens, the match finishes, and the cash-in doesn't happen. Nothing happens, right? And no one's going to be like, oh, we didn't even get a tease of a cash-in. Well, I'm going home grumpy. It's you get you're getting your big like you say big yeah, explosion yeah. for for Roman and Brock, and then subsequently on Raw, we see exclusive footage right of <laughs> Theory in the gorilla position with the little screen watching watching the ref eight nine ten and he goes turns to the camera and goes this is it guys, and right then nailed with a super kick by Dolph Ziggler right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the whole, a few hours later, right? <laughs> and you see Theory, eyes pop open. He goes, oh, cashing in. And he runs out. <laughs> Everyone's left the stadium. It's nighttime. There's a bloke just with a broom, sweeping up. Going, what are you doing, pal? Yeah. Do you see which way Roman Wayne's went? He's, he's, and he's on private jet. He left about three hours ago, mate. Let's have a bit of fun with it because no one's believing it right now, are you've, they? You've literally turned him into our truth there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, why not? I, mean, he's, he's, I, I think he's going to hold the briefcase for quite some time. Yeah. You don't want anyone interfering. Yeah. Maybe even post WrestleMania. He yeah. Have the briefcase. Before he eventually makes a tit of it. Yeah, I could see that, man. That That's really funny. Sometimes you just need to laugh at stuff, yeah. don't you? And they're not above making him look like a dork, are they? No. Like, look got at... slapped on the back of the head and then hit someone with a briefcase who then no-sold it. Exactly. Off. Roman Reigns, when your daddy went home or whatever, you know, he got, he got totally buried. Well, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a burial, but it was a funny If your theory, thing. it makes sense that you would have to maybe reassess the field after SummerSlam, yeah. after you realize, oh, that was my big shot. You know what he could do for his next storyline if you want to keep him away from the world title for a while? could reassess the feed. <laughs> right. Hey, drink Triple H will reassess the feed. I do hope Bring him so. home. Bring our boy home. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, women's world titles. The fiend, is he in that? 
Uh, I don't think so. I'm just going to crowbar the fiend into every answer <laughs> now. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. There's a great history between them, obviously, at SummerSlam. Bianca Belair looking effectively for revenge for what happened last year. Will she be successful in getting that revenge for you? Yeah, she's going to kick her ass. Good. She's going to kick her ass. I think it's the best story. I think it's the right outcome from this. I think that... Uh, Quietly, this has been a good year-long storyline. Um, there have been the odd little bits and bobs here and there where Bianca's maybe wavered. Certainly last year, not so much this year. I think she's she's been great this year. Um, but storyline-wise, not her-wise, I no. think she rules. Um, she's she's had a few roadblocks here and there over the, over the time since she started locking horns with Becky. But for the most part, um, I've really enjoyed her title reign. I loved the WrestleMania match, obviously one of the best matches of the year. And I think that her decisively, cleanly beating Becky in a great match here is the perfect end to that story because it means that Bianca has finally shaken Becky Lynch off her back. That's gone. She's mm-hmm. done. Uh, she's decisively won the feud. And Becky, if you want to resume the, the, the thing with her losing her grip and, and taking these these kind of flip-outs after matches to transition away from big-time Bex and the, the, the outfits that look like she shares a stylist with her husband now, which is awesome, by the way. I love that. Um, you can do that stemming from this. It's a good catalyst for that to lead eventually to what you assume is still the plan for WrestleMania, her that being heel Ronda against face Becky, which to me is how I'd book it if I had the pencil. And uh, me and Triple H are the same guy. Bit of a scoop there. So that's definitely <laughs> what's happening. But yeah, I, that's what I think is going to go down. I think the match is going to be sick as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, They've got all this history to lean on. Um, you can even do... Uh, a callback to maybe Bianca, uh, uh, Becky offering a handshake before the match. Yeah. Maybe even someone hits a big move. Maybe maybe this time Bianca hits the KOD immediately. It'd be cool if if Bianca went for the handshake and tried to fox her. That yeah. would be that would be good stuff as well. But yeah, yeah, give them plenty of time. Let them hit loads of mad moves as they will. Bianca Belair is freakishly strong. She's awesome. She should be the company's franchise player. I agree. Really, she's, what doesn't she have? And yeah, and then either you can have Becky potentially... Going to a feud with maybe a returning Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Or just disappear, like you say, yeah. for a bit, or spiral again. Become the fiend. Because by Survivor Series, I agree, you're starting yeah. to re, re- realign her into becoming a babyface. Because I agree, yeah. heel Ronda with the title versus face Becky Writes with itself. the maybe Royal Rumble win, if you want to do that. It doesn't have to be. You still haven't done that, have you? You still haven't done that singles match. So mm. there you go, boom. And, and it, I know some people say, oh, you know, they... Is that still, uh, you know, uh, as viable as it was when people were talking about a few years back? Yes, for me it is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Maybe, you know, it's going to be really, really hard to make it as hot as that rivalry seemed. But Probably not going to main event, but... No, but uh, maybe a night one. Maybe a night one. Maybe kind of deal. Forgetting this two nights. Yeah, Yeah. I'm still not used to this new normal, even though I kind of prefer it. Uh... Yeah, and and of course, you know, if Bianca retains, oh, Rhea Ripley's over here, and that's really cool. So you got lots of options coming out of this, and I think the most exciting ones come from uh, Bianca victory. Mm. And uh, hey, it's the coolest thing, isn't it, that Vince is gone? Because <laughs> yes, the booking is probably going to get a little bit more logical, and it's not going to be at the whim of, of a 76-year-old man who who's done the same thing for several decades. So we can sit here now, and we can earnestly go... This is a cool thing that could happen afterwards, and there's a possibility it might just happen. Or someone else who has, uh, you know, influence and power, um, who uh, inexplicably thinks Becky Lynch isn't attractive enough to be a world champion. Oh, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, Kevin Dunn. People in glass houses, that's yeah. what I'll say. Uh, but you mentioned heel Ronda. Is this the night we see heel Ronda? She's challenging, of course, Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mmm... Yeah, this would be a good place to do it, wouldn't it? Because Liv has a big cult following. Big. People who like like Liv Morgan don't like Liv Morgan. They, they're really into her. They love her. And she connects with a lot of people. You notice her crowd reactions have been really good as well since she won the belt. And they've been good before, obviously. But they've messed around with her a lot during her run as well. When they did the whole Lana storyline and all of that trash. And, you know, the, the Riot Squad. Uh, mm, you know, I like Liv and I like Ruby, but that stable was uh, not great. Um, <laughs> the fear more Nikki, need I remind you. Uh, 
yeah, this would be a good place to do it. Liv's a good sympathetic foil for her to turn heel on. It's kind of a shame if Liv loses the belt after a month, but at the same time, she's babyface. Babyfaces don't always need that long run unless you're going to build them up as like a Cena-like figure, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which I don't think is going to be Liv Morgan's role. I think she works better as a plucky underdog type who's got lots of spirit and heart, but if she goes up against someone like Ronda who's meaner as a heel and more skilled uh, in kayfabe, then that's a good story in and of itself. So yeah, it starts here. Um, how overt does it need to be? I'm not too sure. Under Vince, it would be a very broad stroke kind of thing, wouldn't it? It'd be like Ronda would get a steel chair and beat her up before the bell or something, which is good, it's fine. Um, but maybe the Ronda thing will happen a bit more gradually in the match. That would be some nice craftswomanship. This might be a bit of me with WWE brain here, but I think this feud will continue. Oh. And I think Liv Morgan wins here. Roll-up deal, perhaps? Maybe, or maybe just just genuinely uh, Ronda Rousey's kind of come into this a bit lightly and, and, and she gets hit with the oblivion or whatever it may be. You know who people have been fancy booking Liv Morgan as? Uh, Sister Abigail. So Sorry, I'm derailing everything. I love it. <laughs> so regardless, whether it's a roll-up, whether it's a referee missing a foot on the ropes, whether it's a just straight-up clean finisher, yeah. blah, 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 Liv retains... See Doug Ronda Rousey. I think she's turning to the Do dark you think side. She's joining the House of Black. I don't know what's what's They're after in the SummerSlam. Do we know? There's nothing advertised. Is there? It's normally like extreme yeah. rules, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing going on in you know nothing at all. I think you'd probably have to go over the Atlantic Ocean for that answer. Yeah. I mean, obviously you've got Clash of the Castle. Yeah, that's the one, baby. But that's like the one. in terms of the next one for them. That'll be the next one. Yeah, probably like Won't Extreme it? Rules would, would maybe be after that. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, I've not looked at the calendar, but it's 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 SummerSlam Clash. What'll be after? Yeah, what, what's what's from there? Hell, it is Extreme Rules. There oh, we go. Oh, there we go. Boom, boom, boom. October 8th in Philly. Yeah. Which is going to host Mania 40. I would love to go to Philly. Yeah. Tough city. Never been Philly. Mm. Cheesesteak. Cheesesteak. The Flyers, eh? Broad Street Bullies, all that. I know about hockey, so. Yeah. I don't know about hockey. I went to a game once. And it was ace. Just battered each other. You can't keep up with the puck, right? It's so small. Yeah. It moves around so fast. You can't keep up with the puck. But it doesn't matter because every two minutes, some guy will smash some other guy <laughs> into the bar. And then, like, uh, the game we went to, uh, tangent. It's like it's ice, ice hockey boxing, isn't it? It's like one yeah. like chess boxing where they'd have, they like... Pull off like, their yeah. gloves and they just duke up. And it's like, let's go. This is sick. <laughs> the game I went to was so funny. I'm on a tangent here, but... Yo, I love it. No, no, th this, this, is, is, this is the show. You're fitting very well into the podcast. <laughs> this is the show. This. The game I went to, it was a Chicago Wolves game. Uh, they're like a minor league kind of feeder team based in Chicago. They play at the Rosemont Arena, famous wrestling building and. uh I, I think there's like five or six players on the field and there was a big fight broke out. So two guys got into it and then all their mates got into it and they're all scrapping and pushing and barging and whatever, whatever. And then at the other end of the pitch, there's two guys nowhere near anything, complete opposite end of the thing. And they just kind of look at each other and go, scrap and just <laughs> just fight for no reason it's it's uh like i'm not an advocate of 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 beating people up in the street obviously none of that nonsense but uh don't commit actual assault but as a part of a sport that was really funny and entertaining yeah. to me i'm a sick guy so plotting this out going forward i'd have live win here. I've just inadvertently stolen our former colleague Ross's catchphrase there. I'm yeah. very sorry. That didn't mean that at all. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Sorry. Live, live beat Ronda. Ronda snap. Maybe armbar her or like you say, just get a chair. Batter her. Yeah. That leads to maybe Clash at the Castle. The only reason I'm looking past that is because I'm thinking you could bend, then like flip the title back to Ronda, maybe at Clash at the Castle because... In a reverse of what happened at Money in the Bank, Liv's now carrying an injury, mm. her arm or whatever. She goes to the oblivion and she can't hit it because whatever it may be. Gets arm barred. And then you get a big, big weapons match that can definitively have Ronda be the heel, retain the title. There's your championship for, for the... For, I'm just trying to put a title on Ronda in sufficient amount of time uh, for us to get that match yeah. at, at uh, WrestleMania. And also, so we get Ronda Rousey versus Bianca Belair at Boom. Survivor Series. There you go. Makes Red sense. versus blue, baby. Of course, it's t-shirt time. <laughs> it's coming over the hill now, isn't it? It's not that long away. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, right, let's talk about this bonkers, Michael Hamlet's favorite match at, at SummerSlam. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Titles match where we've got Jeff Jarrett. What a weekend he's having, wow, by the yes. way. Yes, he is. What a weekend he's having. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is the special yeah, guest yeah, referee. Um, is it time for the, the tag titles to change hands? I don't, I'm not sure exactly how. I'm going to look that up, actually, how long the users have held these this current reign for. The belt. How long they held the belts. But, um, yeah, what do you reckon? Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, this match is, is, is interesting, isn't it, with Double J kind of... Lurking around because we're in Nashville. It's the old uh, the old solution that WCW went to, that Impact went to. They went, screw it, it's Nashville. Get Jeff Jarrett involved. <laughs> um, his family has immense history there, obviously. So I think this is cute and funny. I liked him kind of bombing around on Raw with his guns out going, hey, I'm the referee, don't forget. in the shirt. Yeah. Week away, Jeff. I know. It's stink, that. He just wants to show you his weapons, doesn't he? His two, <laughs> his two uh, biceps there. Uh I think I think that this might be a good place to do the the, the title change because it's not going to main event the show, which means that the Usos losing the belt creates the narrative. Remember, control your narrative. Oh what yeah, a thing that was. Uh, it creates the narrative in the main event of Roman Reigns having to win to keep the bloodlines dynasty intact or whatever yeah, I like that. terminology you want to use. So I think that creates an interesting bit of anxiety around a match that most people probably have Roman pegged to win. So. If you want to tell a little bit of a story with that, it's good stuff. And then on SmackDown, Roman can come out and go, hey, Usos, you didn't get the job done. And then there's possibilities from that as well. Not necessarily an outright split or anything, but a different kind of dynamic, similar to what we've had before, but not in a while because they've been so dominant. I've run out of breath. Um, I think that the the ceiling for this match is high. Uh, both of them are in really good form. I got fired up so much by the... It was like a 30-second promo the Street Profits did on the ring on SmackDown last, oh. last week. They were so f- just ready to fight. And I was like, I am too. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And, uh, you know, you can't not talk about this match without acknowledging the tremendous shape that Montez Ford is in. Oh. He is looking tremendous. Uh, I think that Angelo Dawkins is one of the most wrestlers, can, most underrated wrestlers continually in mm-hmm. WWE yeah. as well. Uh, you can't really call Ford that because everyone recognizes he's great. Dawkins doesn't get as much love. I'm showing him some love. I agree. I like him as the powerhouse of the group a lot. Um, the match should rule. So let's go. And Jeff Jarrett is funny. He's funny. I like him. I like Jeff. He follows a lot of us on Twitter as well, so friend of the channel. Yeah, I like Jeff, and I think you can utilize him well here and send the crowd home happy. You pair, but I think who's he guitaring? One of the, one, if not both, of the Usos. Yeah, so, yeah. so my thought process here is is kind of similar to yours. Agree. Street Profits need to win. Agree. It's going to be an absolute banger. Despite the fact we've seen these guys ad infinitum, this is it now. Yeah, I'd have them win and have the Usos do anything else other than re-challenge for the titles at Clash at the yeah. Castle. Maybe one more, because it's on British soil, and you can have Union Jack solo cups or something like that, <laughs> they'll no doubt do. But that's it, because I've seen every permutation of these four pit female four men fight, right? Yeah. But, agree, we already know what they can do. 
they did it recently, and I'd have an element where maybe the reason why the Usos get a guitar shot is maybe they're cheating, maybe the feet mm. are on the ropes, maybe uh, they count the pin. Jeff Carrot counts the pin. Jeff Carrot. Jeff Carrot uh, counts the pinfall on one of the street robbers and then immediately waves it off because he realizes that the shoulder's up because yeah. he's better than the qualified officials that they have <laughs> in WWE. Regardless, street robbers win. They're the undisputed tag champs, which needs to happen because you need to give them a tag team run now because I'm already fancy booking Montez Ford doing a solo run at WrestleMania 39, perhaps. But let's not forget Angelo Dawkins, I agree. Yeah. He's and- far too underrated in, in his team. And post-match, Usos, what are you doing? We thought you were an honorary Usos. Guitar shot, and then maybe Jarrett can face Sami Zayn in in September. No, I think Jarrett Jeff Carrot is going to move on to a feud with his natural nemesis Bugs Bunny. Uh, after, of course, after of course he's beaten Ric Flair's ass in his final oh. match. Hey, listen, listen. We should really be doing a preview of that rather We're, than this. I wish we could talk about it. Can we? Can we talk about it? I assume it's going to be me, you, and Phil on Wrestle Culture tomorrow because everyone else is yeah. off. Can we talk about it on that? We have to. Oh, we have to, don't we? I really want to do a review of it as well. Like we we're sat here going, it's going to be a mad weekend. SummerSlam's on the Saturday. That confuses yeah. a lot of things. And yet, you think like, well, at least you know we're not going to be knackered on the Monday. We can watch SummerSlam. You and I potentially sure and watch it at our own time on the Sunday. <laughs> Come into Monday morning. Uh, much sleep, lads. No, I stayed up till 4 a.m. to watch Ric Flair's last match. We'll talk more about it on Hell WrestleCulture, yeah. like Let's you say. Let's go. Let's uh, go. But I just love the fact that they've gone, who should we get as a special guest referee? Uh, Jeff Jarrett. Du- <laughs> Double J. L. Double A. What a, what a guy. Always He's, always comes out smelling of roses. He literally he? never loses. Jeff Jarrett, he might not make you a million, right? But if you send him away with a tenner, one year he will come back with 11 pounds. That's what he'll do, man. $11, whatever your unit is. Uh, contender for match of the night in my book, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Oh, interesting. I love Pat McAfee. I am never, ever failed to be astonished by what he can do in the ring. I never failed to be astonished at how over he was on night two of WrestleMania. He was arguably the biggest thing he's, on night two of WrestleMania. He's a popper. And... Yeah, this seems quite straightforward to me, but what about you? Yeah, I mean, this is going to rule ass, isn't it? To borrow a phrase from Warhorse. This is... I have a complicated relationship with Pat McAfee. Of course, we're very good friends, no. Mm. Um, I hate his commentary. Other people don't, that's fine. We mm-hmm. can, we, we're allowed, that's, that's cool. Uh, but I can't stand his commentary, I love it. Uh, I love him at everything else. So uh, I think he's impossibly fun as a wrestler. He cuts these great fired-up promos. He's got this huge popping personality from that transcends everything because you see how over he is. And obviously, he probably had a bit of existing fame from his radio show in his NFL days. Good athlete, really fun in the ring. Uh, and Baron Corbin is such a good foil for him. Mm. Like perfect sniveling WWE style heel who's a piece of work and you know that kick on Smackdown has replayed in my head about 20 times yeah it's like he's been training with Shibata at the LA (laughs) Dojo big Baron Shibata man (laughs) that's a joke obviously uh happy Shibata has a nice ring to it though this should be (laughs) it's like two guys who like Corbin has such a strong understanding of his role as a spoiler as a villain as a, a like a roadblock um, and Pat is so like effervescent that this cannot be anything other than immense fun. Mm. Yeah, let's have a load of fun in there. Do you know what? If they hadn't already done it at WrestleMania, I would have given Pat McAfee kicking out at the end of days. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh I think boy. he might do it here still anyway. Yeah. I keep forgetting that the, the end of days kick out. I wish they'd made a bigger deal of that, Nothing right? Nothing about it. And it yeah. hasn't informed any this road for Drew McIntyre. He's just yeah. caught ropes with his big bloody sword. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's really strange. Um, and it's a shame because it's a really cool move. Mm. He's got the deep six as well. And I know he's been doing them for like six, seven years at this point, but they, they're still awesome. Yeah. So... Hey, maybe you could do like a shooting star Phoenix splash. I do hope <laughs> that despite uh, financial issues, they've kept Seven Nation Army as well for Pat McAfee. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. That was all the way Jack over. White's going to get paid, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Keep that. McAfee wins. And 
I said it in the immediate aftermath of the, aftermath of the Mad Cat Moss feud because I was like, well, where's he go from here? Well, and it turns out he went, I want to fight the commentator. Yeah. But but Corbin needs to take some time off. He's, 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 he's earned it, hasn't he? And they, his yeah. stock is, like, after that, what? Yeah. He's not left. That's right. Like, a bit of time off TV. That's the Triple H thing well. I'd like to see more. If you're not going to use someone, just let him go away for take a bit. Take some time off. Yeah, it keeps people fresh. Don't wait until they get injured stars. so I can miss them. The, yeah, it's so grim, isn't it? It's like, oh, good, they're injured. That means I will miss them in the three months. <laughs> it's 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 so grim. But yeah, I, I know they've got like a lot of TV hours to fill every week mm. in that sphere. Um, but it's nice missing people's nice. Mm. If, if if Shinsuke Nakamura wants to d- take a couple of months off and go and visit his mates in Japan, which he was doing the other week, uh, that's great because he'll come back and he'll feel like a bigger star. Or and if Sammy wants to go and, and do whatever Sammy does. Or whoever you want to name. Imagine a big... I've got we've got far too galaxy-brained here. But imagine a big teaser campaign leading into the Rumble where they're hyping up... A, I don't know, whatever number it may be. It's not 30, it's not 27. It's just a random number. Number four. Yeah, number four, right. And you're hyping it up and you're hyping it up. And then it's Happy Corbin. Oh <laughs> That's his big God. return. You know what you could do? You could do number 13 and you could go back to the all-time great gimmick of... Bum-ass Corbin. <laughs> what a great time that was. Unlucky for some. He was so much fun in that role. Yeah, they Bring burnt, it back. Burnt through that so Number fast. 13. Where's Corbin been? Losing all his money. Becoming a scruff. Awesome. Yes. Why great not? idea, that. Uh, from one celebrity to, celebrity to another, Logan Paul taking on The Miz. Uh, I saw some people preceding this. We, we've even suggested on the podcast that maybe this would work better as a tag match with Champa mm-hmm. and... No, AJ Styles, who has this weird relationship with Logan Paul now. Yeah. Do you think that would be preferable? And, well, do you uh, think that's going to happen? And if not, um, Logan versus The Miz, <laughs> a, a story of tiny walls. Tiny walls. Yeah, I'm really dubious of this match uh, being any good, unfortunately. As as good as I thought that Logan Paul was at Mania, really strong grasp of, like, heel uh, instincts in that match when he did the Eddie stuff and, and all of that. It's That's clever, Clever. Uh, he proved himself a clevery guy as a heel in that role. And uh, yeah, it was a tag match. So obviously it allows him to take some time out and stuff. He doesn't have that level of protection in a singles match. So the question of whether or not he would be better or, or not in a tag match is entirely valid and very logical. Um, that being said, I think the bigger problem is the alignments with this match. I think that is a considerable issue. The, the brawl that started off this week's episode of Raw was supposedly done not to feel fresh or different, although it did feel fresh and different, but because WWE didn't want to air Logan Paul getting booed on his way to the ring for the first time that night. Now, obviously, he made his way to the ring later on on the show, but it's not quite the same as when you see someone the first time, you have a stronger reaction. Mm-hmm. So uh, that tells me that they're not particularly confident about this guy getting cheered despite him engineering this apparent like creative control where he, he wants to be booked as, as the good guy in these rivalries. So while Miz is uh, obviously an experienced WWE campaigner, a safe pair of hands and whatever other cliches you want to throw in there. Um, the story has been built around testicles. The, the funniest part of that was Maurice's handbag on Raw this week, which was two balls. That's, that's good. Yeah. The rest of it's kind of stunk. Um, I'm dubious, but celebrities kick ass these days. That bar is ridiculously hard. Yeah. So like, I, I don't, I'm not really going to sit here and go, it's going to be pish. Uh, it might be pish. I hope it's not, but I think the alignments are a problem. I got you, I got your prediction. I think you, they are going to struggle. They may be sweetening. To and, be honest. And Miz, like for all his safe qualities, he had a stinker of a match with Cody earlier this year as well. So he's got it in him. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it in him. But yeah, maybe beforehand, just just to try and tip the balance a bit more, have Miz come out and say, Tennessee sucks. Oh. Right. <laughs> but I've got your finish. I've got your finish. Okay. Jerry Lawler. And it's related to the, the, the thing you referred to earlier. So <laughs> referee goes down for whatever reason. Maurice is there because. Oh my god! Of she is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eddie. Right. <laughs> you got the the the, the wall uh, handbag. We want to call it the wall. That's been obviously featured in the past. That's been loaded yes. with something. You don't have to have a brick in there, right? Bad balls. Because it's not going to be the finish. But referee goes down. Logan Paul turns round, clonked with the brick, clonked <laughs> with the, the the whatever the walls. One, two, kick out. Right, 
referee still he's still not quite there. But the Miz goes, oh, bloody hell. And then spies, what's the thing I've been saying on this podcast from day dot that Logan Paul arrived? You have to spot in every Logan Paul appearance. A bottle of Prime is his drink. He has no doubt said, I have to promote this. He drank it whilst he was signing his contract. He drank it on Monday, walking to the ring and chucked some into the crowd. That's not very really COVID safe, but still. <laughs> Miz will go, ha, I got this match one, babe. Don't worry, I'll hit him with a skull-crushing finale when he gets up. He takes a bottle of Prime. He, maybe she's got a, a glass of champagne or something fancy. Clinks that. Big old sip of prime. <laughs> Logan Paul's stood up. They do the whole, what was it? Was it Drew and Taker? Yes, the rising up behind. Rising up behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big old sip of prime. Logan Paul, big old kick to those tiny walls, right? <laughs> and he spits the drink all in Maurice's face. She, oh, bloody hell, falls off the apron, turns around into, I don't, I don't even know what Logan Paul's finishing well, is. Well, he's the Undertaker now, so it's a tombstone. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's that. One, two, three. There, you've got everything. And then you can have Logan Paul on Monday. If you want to have him show up on Raw, say, hey, you got bigger walls than I thought. Because when I kicked him, I didn't think you'd feel anything. And then he join, joins uh, the family. He joins Judgment Day. Oh. Spooky Logan Paul. And that is just a way of me crowbarring. In the final match, the No DQ tag team match, uh, it is the Judgment Day. Damian Priest and Finn Balor, hopefully with Rhea Ripley. Great to see her back on telly on Monday. Versus the Mysterios. Or is it... Electric Chair City. Is that what Nashville's going to be? The music... Is is Nashville the music city? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing? Yeah, because it's all like country and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. Southern rock, all that, all that good stuff. Um, I don't listen to any of that. I don't know why I called it good stuff. I'm sure it is. Uh, <laughs> recover your train of thought, Andy. What are we on about? Um, I don't know if they're going to... I tweeted earlier, yesterday. It's been like a year and a half of these teases, hasn't it? Of... Yeah. of Dirty Dom turning on Daddy Ray. Um, I feel like the polar ice caps will have melted. Ray Mysterio will be a hundred years old and will still be fantasy booking this stuff. Right? It, it just, it's, it's, it's a fun meme to me at this stage. Uh, I don't see it happening too much. I think that a likelier uh, scenario is an Edge return to maybe save them. Right? Or Ray says, "I'm sorry, son." After the beating I took on Monday, I'm just not ready. Because they did the beating, and then they did the follow-up beating from Rhea. Just can't do it. But I've called an old mate of mine, and then you just end that vignette. (laughs) He said he's written I'm Coming too, didn't they? So he could write, Can I come too? Yeah. (laughs) I've written, uh, hang on, Nissan Stadium. (laughs) That's what he was finishing writing. Could be the fiend. Imagine if Ed showed up in a Nissan. And he was the fiend. The Nissan had, like, spinning rims that were fiend faces. A brood-themed Nissan. A brood-fiend Nissan, eh? Well, I'll tell oh, you it's what. It's rated R, isn't it? So we can be... Rated F for flipping fiend. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's plausible for sure. Uh, also, the Judgment Day, they're going to need a third man if, if, if we end up with Ray, Dominic, and Edge. Ooh. The fiend. Yeah. The flatty. Get him involved. I just have Rhea wrestling them because she's just a badass. She's a, yeah, she is. She's an absolute monster. I think she's great. I think she's great. I want to know her bicep routine in oh specifically. Yes. Uh, who do you think wins? It kind of has to be Edge, doesn't really, yeah. if he comes back. I think Edge, if he comes back, I think maybe the heels, if they come back, because the uh, Rey Mysterio is immortal. Uh, what did I just say? Rey Mysterio is immortal. Rey Mysterio is immortal. I see. And he can lose forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think if Edge comes back, which I think he will. Yeah. He was going to come back yeah. on Monday and they went, oh, everyone knows that, so we'll just do it on Saturday. What if, what if Christian comes back? There <laughs> <laughs> might, might be people who've been booked and make the leap all of a sudden from AEW uh, just, just because someone else is in charge. Tony Khan went off. Five years of contracts. Yeah, TK went off on that. Busted open yesterday, didn't he? It was quite amusing. Yeah. I love all this stuff. I hope Triple H gets on the radio show and goes off now. Let's go. Yeah, let's have it. Uh, let's go. Finally, we said we were disappointed about no Rollins versus Riddle match. Doesn't necessarily mean Rollins won't work this card. 
Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think he's going to work Triple H, as some people have suggested on social media. Yeah, I think those people need to look into the thing that Triple H recovered from yeah. uh, recently. Um, literally left his gear in the ring at yeah. WrestleMania. He literally almost died, didn't he? Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, the, the, the severity of what this guy went through cannot be underplayed. Right. And uh, I am very glad, obviously, that, that he pulled through it. And um, I, I respect him like immensely for being able to get back to this position. But, yeah, he's not wrestling, guys. <laughs> what, was the, what was the interview that he did? Because, you know, cardiac event kind of masks just how close to, to losing him was. we were. Yeah, they used that terminology initially because I guess they didn't want to put Triple H's, like, private medical stuff no. out there, which re respect totally. But, yeah, he did the Stephen A. Smith interview. That was the one, yeah. Yeah, where he, he was, was like... He was about, I remember the thing about percentages. Yeah. And he, I'm thinking, oh, my it was God. super... It was really... Door, yeah. Yeah, really dicey for the guy. Uh, horrible, horrible, especially, you know, not just for him, but his dad, he's, he's got children and he's married, he's got family, so mm. it's like, it's awful for them to, um, Triple H ain't wrestling Seth Rollins, but I, I think they're in, they want you to think that there might be something going down on the night. Um, so some people are saying Gargano as well. Johnny Gargano, that'd be, that would be cool, right? That would be cool because I think, uh, Gargano is a big Triple H guy. <laughs> Triple H loves him. Uh, Triple H coming out and going, hey, Seth, I know you're pissed off. I know you're blah, 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 but I got just the guy. I think that'd be really awesome. And yeah. like, all you need is Rollins to come out and do his whole, oh, oh, and yeah. then say, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, no one wants to fight me. I don't know why he's done ah, now all of a sudden. Seth Rollins and is then, here. And then just a little breadcrumb, just, a, just one, just one single breadcrumb. Gargano beats Rollins, let's say, or whatever happens, happens. Yeah walking backstage or he's doing an interview saying, oh, it's so great to be back. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then he walks past Champa. No, I'm don't. Just saying, no. I'm just saying. No. But. Unless you're reforming DIY, in which case I'm Ooh. okay. I'm okay with that. If you're telling me we're getting DIY one. DIY versus Street Profits. If you're telling me we're, we're getting one last final beat on the main roster, I am going to throw you out of the window in this room, which doesn't exist. I'm going to create it with your head. I quite like it for one final beat. Oh, well, you yeah. know. Mm. But instead, I'll, some I'll people like up. Ed Sheeran. I'll gee you up because instead of that, if it's not Triple H, which it's not, or Johnny Gargano, or Sasha Banks, <laughs> instead, why don't we play a game? It's time to play the game. Uh, that is the game. <laughs> it's Tamina. Oh, it's not. it could be. Um, there is nobody meaner. There is nobody meaner. But Seth Rollins comes out. <laughs> hey, Seth Rollins here. Um, but. Does a little speech and then a WWE legend or alumni at least interrupts him. I have the WWE.com superstars page open in front of me. I have the alumni in front of me now. I'm scrolling through it. All you need to do, Andy Murray, to close off this podcast is tell me to stop. Tell me number between one and four. And that is the person that will <laughs> instead of riddle face Let's Seth Rollins this. on Saturday. So countdown. Da -da 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 -da. Stop! It's number three. Number three is a very... <laughs> I mean, can we do it again? Uh, is it uh, like a murderer? <laughs> no, it's worse. Oh. It's, it's Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. Take no, it back. I don't want that either. Okay. It's now stop. Oh, it's number one. Okay, number one. That doesn't work. Another company. Worse than a murderer. Goosh. Goosh. Gosh. There we go. It's the ultimate warrior. This could actually happen as well, the thing is. What you got? It's less funny, okay, but it is feasible. Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'll fight anyone. Who wants to fight me? And he's interrupted. Please don't swear. By Carrion Cross! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy look what they did to my boy before I'm fixing this right now it's Triple H's second port of call after Sasha Banks that is extremely feasible 
extremely It's rare that feasible. we get someone that actually could actually happen. It's, you've stumbled upon something that is really quite likely because you look at the difference in presentation. He was a clear Triple H guy, and he got to the main roster, and he was crap demolition. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really good. Good job. <laughs> well, we had yeah, to get it. through Road Dog to get there, but hey. I would. Do you know what? I'd accept Karrion Cross if Road Dog came out and did one of his stupid bloody... Like, I used to love him when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, me too. But he's not the man he was. No. I, mean, he, I don't have the same opinions on him as I had. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if he comes out and does all that shizzle. What was it? What was it? Karrion Cross takes his head off and goes, I'll take that spot. Thanks. You know, the D-O-double-G, what was it? Always keeps it, keeps it shiznit. Yeah, it was, no, there was the, a shiznit in there. Doggy, and then he shagged the corner. <laughs> He was 49 years old wearing a Portland Timbers basketball jersey. Portland, no, Portland Timberwolves. Portland Timberwolves. Timbers are the football team. Damn. Yeah. The well, soccer team. So it's either kick that shiznit doggy style. That's right. That's right. 49 years old. <laughs> ah. But instead, it's going to be carrying cross at SummerSlam. Do you reckon carrying cross kicks that shiznit doggy style? I think so. Oh, okay. I think I'd prefer him than anyone else. So. Yeah, I think that'd be quite good, actually. I like his hair. I like his new hair. Yeah. Interesting. But can you imagine that that entrance would look pretty cool in the big stadium? That would look sick. Oh, so, let, Hey, very feasible. You heard it here first. Let us know your thoughts ahead of SummerSlam this weekend on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Don't forget to join us for our live stream on Saturday night, of course, and uh, there'll be a review in the early hours of Sunday morning, no doubt as well. Uh, you can also let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hello. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, including tomorrow, WrestleCulture with a special SummerSlam quiz. But for now, this has been the SummerSlam preview. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.